On this episode, we're going to talk about the Daniel Ricardo Grand Prix. It's, oh, oh man. Uh, well, I, I'm sure he'll be there, right? He, he's going to be there. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, and then I think that uh, Harrison has some things to say about old Gene Haas. It's going to be a great day. Oh, wait, he has nothing to say about Gene. Nothing to say at all. You know what? We're just going to wing it, folks, here on the Track Limits podcast. I meant to say that uh, we'll have to wait a week on the Gene Haas expose. It's not finished. Uh, oh, okay. Well, folks, there's a good tease for you. Uh, welcome to the Track Limits Podcast. My name is Taylor. I'm joined here, as always, coming to us live from the other side of the world on location for Australian Grand Prix. That's if Australia was in the continental United States. His name is Harrison. Yeah, you can't see but behind me. I'm in the outback here. I'm in the, I'm out in the bush, yeah. as they call he, it. Yes, his new studio is outdoors. He is out on his patio. They've got a lovely couch there. You can no, see I'm in the, the Australian bush. Oh, never mind. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not in his backyard. Definitely not in my backyard. Definitely not in his backyard. Hey, uh, welcome, folks. Uh, it is race week once again. We're going to talk about the Australian Grand Prix. It's going to be at 1 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday, practically Saturday night. So enjoy. Uh, Harrison, are you staying up to watch that? Um, No. I do this thing sometimes, so like... um. For not that there's ever really sporting events that are that late, mm-hmm. but for like that one, Japan was another one. Singapore, Singapore not ranks is at night, but mm-hmm. once I come on really, really late or really, really early, I kind of just like roll over in the bed, and if I wake up, I'll be like, oh, it's it's one thirty. Let me let me see who's winning, and then I'll I'll flip it on, and then I'll just wait. And if I don't like, if I fall back asleep, I'll just watch the replay. Yeah. Well, sometimes um, I'll catch it live. I'm not going to stay up and purposefully stay up when I like to just not check social media and just watch the full race replay as I would be watching it live. Gotcha. I think I'm going to uh, try to stay up and watch it. Look at you. That's dedication. I have, I I think I'm going to do it. You know, it's it's, a week before Easter. You know, I'm just getting ready. Easter has nothing your to do with it. Your child's a little bit older. Yeah. Your child's a little bit older. He yeah, gotta wake up at like he's 6 two. He, He's, you know, he stays asleep. So he's good. We're gonna be good. It's gonna be good, guys. So I'll be sure to watch that replay when I fall asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> or will I fall asleep in it because it's gonna be boring? I saw that there's four DRS zones, apparently. How do you feel about oh, that? Um, they're going to be useless. No, I don't, I don't want to say useless. They, um, uh, they'll be used. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much quality racing there will be. I do like the old Australia Grand Prix Australian, uh, down there at the Albert park. Uh, there's some good passing, but I don't, I don't know. This year just seems like the DR is so powerful that, I don't know. And people aren't racing that closely, so it just doesn't seem like it really matters. I know they're trying, but we'll get to see some cars drive with a rear wing open. There you go. Uh, I guess I'm looking at some things that are coming up for the upcoming, I guess, for the race storylines would be uh, you don't have to worry about um, Harrison keeps looking over his shoulder like he's about to get attacked by a pack of wolves. There, My neighbor is driving through his yard uh it was kind of scary 
Hey, speaking of my yard, this is 100% off topic. That's fine. As he inches closer to our fence. Um, I saved a, a rabbit's life earlier. Did you? Yeah, a little baby bunny rabbit was getting chased by our dog. <laughs> to stop it. You know, I was mowing and our grass had gotten up so high that um, I found three rabbits. Wow. Little bunny rabbits about the size of a palm of my hand. They were running around. Did you around keep them the as yard. pets? No, I let them stay. Uh, my yeah. neighbor thought that, <laughs> my neighbor saw this happen and thought they were rats. So he stopped me and asked if I had a rat infestation. And yes, I said, yes, actually, no, it's, a, it's no, all it's in rabbits. my yard. And I think you need to move. I think you just need to I'm abandon like, your house and leave. Old, what is it? Farmer McGregor or something now? I've just got rabbits yeah. in my backyard. There's nothing. I, they could eat everything for all I care. There's uh, What do I care? If they'd probably well, help the weed population. I'm on the HOA, HOA so they can't they can't do anything. Well, you're the head of the HOA. I, I am not actually. I'm the secretary, but uh, that's because nobody else would sign up. Uh-oh. We we well, were very well, lax HOA. Huh? When are you going to be? The, when are you going to lead that HOA? Not going to. Don't have enough time. Not enough time. You're going to gonna lead that when Lando Norris wins a Grand Prix. Uh, actually, you know, I was I was. I was doing some thinking where I usually do thinking in the bathroom and I was wondering the man, the man has been playing with his mic and his mic just collapsed in his lap. Ladies and gentlemen, it It just took a complete face plant. His mic broke. Okay. okay, It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's good now. He's good. He's, he's screwing it back into the table. This is a big experiment for us. So I don't know if that's a new couch, but it's a nice couch. And, um, he set it out. He set it outside in their in their screened in patio. It's really nice, you know. It's lit really well. It's got the great background of the the woodlands behind. Um, but uh, it We're looks like it's been fixed. Where he's just gonna hold it. We oh, can take okay. a brief pause so you can fix it if you want. That's fine. I like. Uh, I I like this actually. Yeah, you're gonna hold it. Okay. Uh, actually, yeah, you talk. Okay, we're going to take a brief pause, um, but I'm going to pause on this story because I I wanted to hear his reaction. I've already forgotten the story. Uh, big storylines that I want to talk about, though, is that um, Oscar Piastri, um, you know, is he the new the new Daniel Ricardo? It's like, Daniel Ricardo, who? It's all Oscar Piastri now. Uh, Harrison, what do you think of that? Um, that's a total and complete and fabricated story you just made because um australia still loves dan ricardo no, i'm not saying they don't love him as I mean, just... as can be proved by the fact that there is more ricardo signage around australia right now than there is piastri that is true. they are marketing welcome home daniel ricardo i did see one banner you're right uh the one i was going to say about the bathroom talking about lando norris is i am yeah you were doing your thinking i was doing I my thinking my and my thinking was that um Lando Norris is not going to win a race with McLaren. Well, that's some pretty good thinking. I would tend to agree with you. Ever but in his know. career, he's going to have to go somewhere else. Well, I think that's a logical statement on your behalf, but they did just do their realignment. They brought in a Ferrari guy that can't. Now, I didn't do much research car? into this, um, but he, they, he can't join until 2024 because he's on a garden leave. 
Now, I don't okay. know what that means. I didn't do my research as to what garden leave meant. I meant it, I thought it, I kind of just assumed it meant like he can't switch teams. It's kind of like a transfer and, you know, college sports in the America. Uh, but yeah, brought in a Ferrari guy. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we, we, we did a little, uh, we had a little rant about McLaren where we said, you know, maybe they need to look inwardly and change something. You know, we, we've talked about needing uh, review teams on these, you know, billion dollar industry teams that they need to some internal review. And mm-hmm. it seems like Zach Brown listens to our podcast and heard every word that we said, because <laughs> not, one week later, they came out and they had realigned. They let one guy go, James Key, head of design, I think, technical director, whatever, and brought it, promoted some new guys, have a review board, a board of directors whatever you want to call it, a team of leadership, and we'll see where it goes. I mean, they're not going to win a race this year. They know that. they got to just kind of pack it in, focus on just not finishing last and scoring some points. Uh, But they bring in a new guy from Ferrari next year to design a car, and hopefully it works out for him. Um, Yeah, we're just writing off this season. I mean, yeah, I think almost everybody should at this point. I, I mean, there's only... Now, obviously, there's money to play for. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't completely write it off, but you can kind of, even if you didn't think, even the midfield teams can kind of just be like, all right, let's just like do what we can to not finish seventh. Let's finish fifth. We'll try. You know, we'll just kind of try to get the best out of what the car is, but we're not going to develop a whole bunch. We're going to save that for next year and kind of pull an Aston Martin where you're all of a sudden on the podium and still actually the way to do that is hire a bunch of people from Red Bull. But uh yeah, just kind of coast through the rest of the year, let Max and Red Bull dominate and then come back next year and figure it out. Speaking of Max and Red Bull, uh am I cur- I'm curious to I'm curious on when the conversation's gonna happen or if you think it would ever happen. When do you think uh Checo would be pulled into the office and told, listen, you're the number two driver? If he wins more than one race in a row, I think I if think he wins so. this next race, if he wins, if he this wins race. in Australia, a race that Max has never won, mm-hmm. which okay, that's cute a little bit. So I run it like five times, but yeah, uh, you know, if if he starts to like challenge him for the title, yeah, I don't know that. Now I don't, I don't know that Christian Horner would pull him in directly. And not just have some side comment in an interview somewhere. Yeah. Of, it's important know, for Checo just to remember his place. Yeah. He does yeah, it very yeah, well. And, yeah. Kind yeah. Of. And yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause it seems like they've put all their eggs into Max Verstappen. And if somebody were to challenge him, how does that look for them? He's now, I don't think that that's actually going to happen. I think Max is too good and will take it into his own hands if he starts getting beat. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't see that sitting very well. No, I don't know them personally, but I don't see it sitting sitting very well with Red Bull. Yeah, I've been going back and forth with it, wondering how good can Checo be? They always want him to finish one two, but they have a certain belief in what that one two should be. You know, you can win a couple. I mean, but... look at Mercedes for the past eight years. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, you had Lewis who was doing the winning and Valtteri. Now, he wasn't always there when he needed to be. He never really put up a fight, but he was always second. 
hit their car was so much better, but he was always second. He was always in the race, yeah. barring, you know, a few mistakes. He was always there. He was the ultimate teammate to Lewis. He knew what his role was. He still won when Lewis didn't. He was able to win some races. He was getting on pole. But also he wasn't, you know, Nico Rosberging him and they weren't killing like wrecking each other and fighting yeah. about it and hating each other. You know, they were they were just a good team. And I think if Checo like started to I think there definitely would be tension within the team if Checo started beating him. Max seems like that kind of competitor that he would there would be some tension oh, yeah. there that he would be like asking questions and you know you saw it last year when he could have let Checo like stay in front of him to get second or in the points. And he was like, nah, I remember Monaco. I have my reasons. It's like you had nothing to play for and you just wanted to pay the guy back. So I can only imagine if Checo started taking wins off of him. And I think Max even wanted to win last week and was like frustrated that they didn't like swap the cars or like give him the opportunity to. I know he had an issue, but it seemed like he was frustrated that he wasn't the one winning. Well, he, I mean, he's even said in a comment that he doesn't race to come in second. And that's just the competitor in him. But, you know, yeah, at the same does. time, when number, when your first place is your teammate, I mean, sometimes it's a moment to not make that comment. Maybe like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Imagine like if Ricardo and him had kept going. Like if they had to stay teammate, Ricardo hadn't left and th- would they still be friends? Like they were very good friends, so are good friends. Would they be though today if, if Ricardo was actually challenging him and was as good as everybody says? Like, would that relationship work? Question. Don't know. Don't know. We'll see how the season plays out because at the same time, I'm thinking it's not going to happen. Max is still going to get those wins anyway. It's going to be a moot or a moo point, excuse me. Uh, but there is no, I mean, Max came in second and he was near the back of the grid. He was so best. just if that happens every race, then maybe they'll have to worry about it. Yeah, speaking of Max, though, what a flex he had when he was sim racing this week with the Drivers' Championship trophy just, like, sitting next to him on his PC as he was running the race. Must be a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah. Oh, guys, just do a little iRacing. Just doing a little iRacing, guys. With with my WDC racing title. That's my... Oh, God, that whole thing? Come on now. I just oh, use that to hang my headphones up on. I, oh, I thought I thought I put that up. Or oh man, I must have forgotten. Oh to god! Put it oh, away. sorry. This is <laughs> where did that other one? Oh, go? that's where that was. Oh man. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, get, get um, pretty wild flex to do that. What do you like about um, Max? Do you see the story about Max trying to launch his clothing line and Nike is filed an appeal <laughs> against it because he used the word Max? Max one. What a okay. First of all, terrible terrible brand name. Come on, Max. Max one. I mean, it's oh, just it's a white shirt. t-shirt, Max so whatever. One. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, but also Nike. I don't think Nike owns the word Max. Synonymous with Isn't brand. There, there's stuff like Air Max. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a they also a they also around. they also, you know, should sue every hair dryer corporation in America for having the word Max Power on it. That was a Simpsons joke. I'm so sorry. Anyway, yeah, it was a joke from the Simpsons. So anyway, he hey, said, you know I've, I've changed my name to Max. Huh? What? I've never watched it. Well, never seen. Joke. Uh, I've, Home, I've Homer, seen an episode. Homer changes his name to Max Power, and they said it's a great name. He said, "Thanks, I got it from a hairdryer." <laughs> wow. Ah, 
it's still making uh, people laugh. Decades later, folks. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with Australia Grand Prix? There's more to talk about. What are we talking about? Aston Martin. Yeah, you think, I mean, uh, think old, uh, old, uh, what's no. his name? No, I'm just kidding. Is going to be on the, uh, hey, Lance podium Stroll again. podium, though. I think Lance, I think Stroll, Lance Stroll podium. podium. Okay, that's fine. I go with that. I can dig it. Yeah, that's about it. I don't think, I think Max is going to win his first race there for by a mile, like, honestly. Unless he has an issue. If he has an issue at any point, I don't know. I just can't see. It's just so hard to see anybody challenging. Yeah. Three races in. Yeah. Do you um do you think that there is going to be a a chance for Lewis Hamilton to beat George Russell here within the next couple races? Um, Finish ahead of him. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. I mean, he's the greatest driver of all time. Oh, I'm not hating on his accomplishments. I mean, I'm we don't kidding. know like we don't know what he's what they're doing with the cars though. I mean, last year they were experimenting with Lewis's car, pushing him forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they like give him the same setup, I think Lewis could beat him, just based on experience. Oh, definitely. Now, I'm just there is a job opening curious. available if you would like it. Um. I've heard that Lewis is looking for a new trainer. If you want to go be his personal oh, trainer and yeah. carry his bags and stuff. I heard it was mutual. You might be able to get in. I mean, I can't imagine it's a fun... Like, it would be, like, a cool job. But at some point, you would want, like, a family. And she, like, lived with him. You're on the road for together. so long. And if you're all over a the relationship world. with the person and you're living with them and you're having to, like, carry their bags, and, like, it would be a fun job and cool. You get to see so much, but when you do it, you did it for so long. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, it's you gotta go like, all right, maybe I want to like chill and have a family and go do certain things throughout the week that I can't normally do. I mean, it probably was a really cush lifestyle that she was living. Probably still will live, but you know, you're you're just being somebody's assistant for that long has to get tiring. So, if she had a training program, would you uh, do it? For sure. Just curious. For the content. I figure that's what she was doing. I don't know what she was doing. Well, we wish her the best. Anyway, uh, did you... to Australia. Okay, Australia. Did you know Oscar Piastri could be the first Australian since 1980 to win the race? In Australia. Oscar... Do you think Oscar Piastri is going to win the race? Well, if it rains and Valtteri Bottas starts in front of him, potentially. Okay. Turn one is treacherous. Kaboom. But no, no, he doesn't have a shot unless unless a miracle were to happen a la Hungary 2020. Was that 2020? Yeah, that was 2020. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's about it. That's, yeah, I, I, that's I all you for the most part of the race is like, like we said, it's really like tough. And I think we're going to run into this a lot this year where it's 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 tough to talk about a race pre-race because we are so um numb to the feeling because of excitement because we almost know what the outcome is like it's back to the two three years ago where we're praying for the rain we're praying for the you know oh max has to start 20th not 15th oh the the red bulls had an issue oh it's anybody's race now you know it's it's back to the old old ways and not what we were spoiled with 
with having the races. So it's kind of like tough to like get really amped up to like watch watch the who wins. Mm-hmm. It's more of is Logan Sargent going to score points? Is Lando Norris and McLaren going to you know finish well? The midfield races. Who's, what are we going to talk about Alfa Romeo this week? You know stuff like that. <laughs> That's what we're looking forward to. That's why uh, Formula One. 1.5 or 1.5, whatever they want to call it. That's what makes it so exciting. Where it's Formula yeah, 1, yeah. but you take out the top teams. Well, how you can just it's take out the top new, team. New championships. I think Lando won last year. So there you go, Lando. Yeah. You won something. Congratulations, oh, buddy. Hey, good job, buddy. So proud of you. Um, so proud. So make sure to stay up 1 a.m. It'll be uh, straight, straight bus and no cap. Yeah, Let's I mean, talk... Oh, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was just gonna say let's talk about logistics. Okay, logistics. Australia to me is the confusing one logistically. Canada and the U.S. and now I guess Miami. Canada and Australia are very confusing to me logistically because it seems like obviously there's like different seasons in different parts of the world and there's different events going on. But you would you would think for like safety and health of the drivers and the teams because the jet lag and whatnot that you would run you would try to run as many races in the same time zone that you could yeah it does jump you around would, you a really lot work for that because you got two more that are kind of close like japan and singapore are in that australia time zone in a way i don't know well, if they're the same one i'm, I'm not a geographer it has... <laughs> i don't I'm, even know if that's geography i'm assuming it has to be done so that it's well, I guess we're in spring, so now they would be in fall. It has to be done in a time where... Well, it would just be in the springtime if they did it. Yeah, you, I guess you could do it at the end, but I mean, I guess... They yeah, I mean, obviously, we know we're, we we are not... Because they're not less Born yesterday, as, as Bluey, Bluey taught us uh, the other day. Um, Indeed, the born yesterday. Born yesterday. Um, you know, we understand that logistics is a real thing. But it yeah. just seems like there's just so many out of place things. Yeah. Qatar, it doesn't Miami, make any Canada. sense. Canada, it it goes everywhere. Brazil, back to Las Vegas, back to Abu Dhabi. Like I'm Not all for Africa. like, a, yeah, I'm I'm all for like the like okay if if Dubai not Dubai Abu Dhabi is going to be your your finale. Why not like the desert ain't going anywhere. Why is Qatar not the week before? Why is Bahrain not the week before? Unless, like, I, I, unless you're really just dead set on Bahrain being the first race because it's winter and it's, you know, it's warm in the desert. Yeah. It just seems like t- to do it in a better way. But obviously, there's got to be something more. At least just tell people why. I, I'd be very interested to know how the schedule is made and what, what all goes into it. Money. So, <laughs> and speaking of money, uh huh, were you about to talk about the no practice? Uh, I wasn't, but let's talk about no practice because yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. No what a wild statement for Stefano to say, Stefano. There, we don't need no practice. I mean, and I get it. He just wants Steve. to go straight to it. You want the money? We know it. Listen, NASCAR tried it. NASCAR doesn't run practice. They just brought practice back last year, mm-hmm. and it really leveled the. I think it leveled the playing field, but like. It really also lowered the quality of racing because they weren't able to, you know, figure out the setups. They had to figure it out on their simulator. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all for like cut one of the practices. What do you need? Th- when I'm on the F1 game and I got to run three different practices, I got to skip one of them. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that. you can skip, cut one. You can cut one. Yeah, Nobody simulate that round. Don't want to watch it, but at the end of the day, teams go like you know football wearing my Arsenal shirt. Arsenal practices every day of the week. They just don't televise it. People would still watch it. It would just wouldn't be the same as watching a game you need yeah. to train you need to practice you need the you need the practice to get the car right because it having the practice ups the quality of the product you don't just put out a product without testing you know what i mean you need the practice you need to get the engineers on one page don't sell out for the money and cut all the practices you can cut one but don't sell out yep. hey nice shirt by the way glad you said that thank you yeah thanks uh Somebody got it. Somebody on this podcast got it for me while they were at, at the actual place. Easily. Did it smell like Emirates Stadium? I rubbed it on the outside of the stadium. Well, to me. be honest, I couldn't tell you what that smells like. So there's that. Well, trust me. I don't, I don't really know what it smells like. It was lovely. Nothing. No bad smells. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about practice. I do think it is just something trying to build unpredictability so people cannot fix. I think it's trying to build money and replace yeah. it with something else. Yeah. All right, anyways, um, we, we, or we, we can have we can have sprint races every single weekend. Who cares? No, nah, we don't need that. Was... Uh, hey, I want to talk about NASCAR, NASCAR at Coda, okay, and how it is just a slow motion, almost disaster every time that you just can't stop watching. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I read an article right before we got on here about it. I didn't watch. I just mm-hmm. couldn't bring myself to it. It uh, the article was talking about. It was uh, the headline was something about XF1 uh, legends learn a hard lesson about racecraft at Coda, and I was like, oh, "I learned the that damn near everyone, and don't worry about track limits." Yeah, they learned that you can just dive bomb into one, and who cares if you stay on the track? You're just gonna outrun everybody yeah. to it, and they'll just say, "Well, stock cars are hard to drive. They're they're heavy." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, slow down. What were you going to say? That's all I was going to say. It, it's just, it was a hilarious disaster. Poor Gunther was on, was in the booth and it was obvious. He didn't know exactly when to talk or what to say. Um, there's one time I had have a huge filter. Yeah. He was trying to, he was trying to talk about, you know, differences with drivers and looking at something but they were literally like two seconds from the restart and you can tell they're like okay thank you and he didn't really realize it i guess or maybe he just he's used to formula one broadcast where there's also no commercials so you you just talk i'm not sure it was just he's probably also trying to be like nice and not be like what am i watching yeah because it's yeah, such it's a, like you're going if you watch like the six five F1 six cars go around there yeah you watch you watch formula one go around there and then you watch that and it's like i sent you a clip today of them going that, that last restart i mean yeah. kimmy reignan was in fourth and you get to choose which lane you're in and he chose the wrong one obviously he was in fourth and like was in 15th by the end of turn one because yeah. They didn't even hit the brakes. They just like run up they the just hill and then just turn left. And who cares if you make the track? 
it's like you watch you watch IndyCar do it and NASCAR do it. They just take turns and they don't like places where you would have to break to stay within the limits of the track. It's just flat out because who cares if you go off the track or not? Yeah. Your car's going to handle it. Yeah, this was cares. a wild time. Is it it, it, they just wreck each other? It, it just run into each other as hard as you can and then You're complain about the, getting hit. I mean, I we were doing watching the restart. I sent to you, uh, I texted you back after you sent me this clip. And every single person goes over the pit lane line, which is just yeah, it was like a, a, a sin in Formula One. And they got passed. So it's like, it, I think Gunther would thrive in the NASCAR pit lane, though, just because he's a personality and they need that. And NASCAR is all yeah. about entertainment value. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just thought it was funny that the article was like they learned to stock car racecraft. And I was like, yeah, they just didn't dive ball yeah. every turn and worry about because Kimi Raikkonen was like clean they were they were pretty much talking about how you was like racing clean the whole time it wasn't hitting anybody and he had to learn the hard way and I was like yeah, I guess racing bumping clean. bumping racing rubbing rubbing racing, racing. Uh, uh, but yeah should, it's got yeah. its entertainment value but I just couldn't bring myself to watch like I can watch the, uh, the other um, road courses because they you know have grass and sand and gravel uh, but Coda is designed to not have that, to have like the runoff area for safety. And it was just, it, it just like take too much advantage of it, I think. Uh, brother, we don't have the FIA here. You are free to rub and run, <laughs> rub and run. Uh, Kimmy, I think you can gain about two seconds in turn 17 here by just not turning your wheel. Just go straight here. Uh, there is no penalty for it. Just go straight. So, okay, cool. It's like that. Have you seen the supercar clip where they've got a chicane set up and not <laughs> one of them touches the brakes? They just fly straight Love through it. it. That's that's what last what Koto NASCAR reminds me hey, of. It's just hey, what's talk- the what's the point of having these S's here when I can just drive straight? Didn't we talk about that last week where they were keeping Max track of how many yeah, track limits and violations they, they had and they just yeah. blew through it at the end because they I didn't mean, have hey, a whole lot? Listen. If there was track limits in that race on Sunday, I'm sure there would have been about five hours of penalties handled out, handed out. Now, granted, I will agree, if if those stock cars stayed within the track, those cars would go so slow through that track. Yeah. But, at the end of the day, Rubin's racing. Rubin's racing. Man, that's something Formula 1 could, could take advantage of, but they don't. There you go. That's your NASCAR update, folks. Uh, anything else, Harrison? Yeah, I got two more things we should talk about. Uh, Let me hear uh, it. What do you think about Christian Horner's statement this week about the, the rival teams going to their sponsors about the cost cap breach to try to get the to try to uh, make these sponsors distrust Red Bull's business practices? Um, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. It seems a little dirty if that's the truth. Um, hey, that's business, baby. But at the same time, I completely agree with Drive to Survive when Zach Brown said, "If I, if the roles were reversed, do you think Christian Horner wouldn't be sitting in this chair, holding my feet to the fire, and saying I need to be investigated?" No, he's absolutely right. Unfortunately, that's that's what has that is what has been built up by Formula One and the FIA. This 
tattletale atmosphere. We saw it again last week with the let's hold on to this penalty until the end and then we'll report it with Alonzo. I don't, I'm not, I still don't blame Mercedes for that. They're in the spirit of the rules. I just think that it is very poor that that's what the rules have come down to. Um, teams will always do that. Teams will always uh, narc on each other if they think that there are rule violations. Um, but I don't, I don't like that that influences so much of the outcomes. Uh, kind of went off a little bit there, but I would say that no Christian would be doing the exact same thing. I don't know if he'd do the exact same thing. I mean, talking to his sponsor, that seems a little interesting, but um, doing everything I mean, listen, possible for a cost cap. And you got to do whatever you can you? to get Absolutely. ahead. I mean, if I'm, Absolutely. if I'm Zach Brown and I know that Red Bull has overspent by half a million dollars, Mm-hmm. Which half a million dollars is not a not a little amount of money in any by any means. But if I'm Zach Brown, I'm going to Walmart and I'm saying, "Hey Walmart, do you really want to do business with a team that overspends by half a million? And that's what we know of. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows what they're doing behind the scenes? Maybe you bring that Walton money over here to McLaren and get us to the top, so that we can we can do it. And hey, if we break the cost cap, we're not going to tell you." We're not going to tell, we don't have to tell people, you know, we'll, we'll do our own business this way. We're, we're a clean team. We don't do that stuff. Uh, but Christian Horner, yeah, he's, he's trying to cover it up. There's about to be a real scandal coming out and I don't think you want your brand, uh, associated with that. So, Hey, you know, we're willing to work a deal. We'll, we'll take a little bit less money than Red Bull did. And, um, but we'll be, we'll be honest with it. We, we, we will show you our books and all this. I mean, why would you not do that? Why would you not pitch that to them? That's such an easy sell to be like, Hey, we're trying to get ahead. We want to knock Red Bull down a peg. I mean, it might be catty. It might be childish. It might be, you know, teenage girls in the bathroom. But at the same time, that's business, baby. That's what they say. And speaking of bad business, I, did you know that you can seen anything, buy, but okay. What? Did you know that you can buy the Force India 2018 uh, motor home that they use in the paddock, the paddock motor home. Oh, wow! The you know, five million dollar motor home. Mm-hmm. You can buy it right now for $530,000 in, in Germany. You have to go get it, but you could have a piece of Formula One history right there. Your wow. own paddock. And your, I could put it in the backyard back here. I mean, that's more expensive than my house in itself, but that would be our studio. I could put it in the back. It's pink and silver. It's got the big windows. Coming to you live from the 2018 Force India motorhome. Oh, man. The, the track limits, Force India track limits. Oh, God. Can we put Studio. a simulator in there all on Max? And then we yes. beat him? Oh, my God. Yeah. That would you think out. if we beat Max in an iRacing, we could, like, you know, do like a devil went down to Georgia and say, I'll bet, I'll bet your, your trophy. We could beat him. We would just have to wreck him first. Absolutely. So So what I should do is you're you're driving. I would drive also, but I would drive backwards and try to. It's illegal. I think you'd get banned. I think you'd get banned. Oh, dang! But you could just give a side him and wreck him. Hey, (laughs) Max, I challenge you to a video game. That video game though is PGA Tour twenty (laughs) twenty three. He'd be like, okay, and then he'd probably be incredible at it. Yeah, 
18, 18 holes at Augusta. <laughs> and if I win, I get your trophy. You think he knows what amen core? You think like Lando Norris watches like the Masters? Yes. You think that, he's into I do. that? Yes. Yes. He really thinks I mean, so. he, loves, he watches every golf on the weekend. He keeps up See, with it's it. It's over Easter weekend. So, I mean, they would like, if it's you, the perfect thing to do. You can get the, tickets to it. You you are upset about it being on Easter weekend, but that's almost like the perfect weekend to have it on. See, I'm I'm shocked I didn't get actually I'm not shocked I didn't get tickets, but with my luck I would get tickets and it's also oh by the way it's Easter weekend. Oh yeah. Oh great. That's oh, like yeah. um it's kind of like Christmas Day basketball or like Thanksgiving mm, Thanksgiving football. football. Yeah. It's like you got to be at your family's house. You might as well just turn that TV on to the Masters. <laughs> And watch All right, guys, golf. the final round, Augusta. Uh, sorry, uh, what what are we talking about? Oh, okay, I'm watching hey, golf. Bye. If I even get practice round tickets, would you like go? Yes, let's I go. Would go. Ten out of ten. All right, practice round seem more fun than regular round. Mm-hmm. And you get all the merchandise. Seems like they would still. Like, joke with you. Would you spend a ton of money on the Augusta merch? No, no, you wouldn't get like the. You hat. can buy like a master shirt now. Like it's not, not going. Yeah, I might buy like a t-shirt that says like. I, I was went there, to Augusta. There, I was I was there <laughs> 2023. I was there at one point. Yeah, I went. I went. I'm cool. I we went also to... feel like never mind. I was gonna say that. I feel like it give me anxiety going into that large of a crowd, just like trying to watch somebody. And, and you can't bring your phones. I would just get annoyed, I think. Mm. Okay, so But so I would go. What we should do is we should have a um for our next bonus episodes, we should do a daily breakdown of the Masters. And we'll, uh, Today we saw Scotty Scheffler shoot an eight iron. It was the first day. 185 of... out and um, within 10 feet, yep, sunk the putt. Beautiful. I don't think we have broadcast rights, unfortunately. I don't think well, we, we would, just, we would just be recapping what we saw. That's what we saw. Yeah, and we one... just talk like this. We talk in our low voices, our low, quiet voices. Just gonna have to lay it up here a little bit. Green wow, beautiful today. The Azaleas flowing. A, a tradition. Welcome back to our our Force India track limits motorhome here. Ah, as we watch, uh, watch the Masters unfold before our eyes here on this Easter Sunday, twenty twenty three. Wow, what a day for golf, huh? I think Lando Norris is watching this. <laughs> is there a race that weekend? No, no, uh, no we're in a break. We're in a, we're in a four week break. Yeah, I was going to say, so I, I there think is that's not. the break. Well, it's spring break, break the after this one. Boy. Yeah, the next one's April 28th in Azerbaijan. Baku. And then we're in Miami. Hey, but don't worry, everybody listening to this, if you've made it this far in the episode, there will be episodes every week this year because. Man. There are no kids planned. There really so our hey, breaks are over. My my favorite part is um I did schedule my vacation around um the Formula One schedule. So I will be perfect, in town. perfect, perfect. And I don't go on vacation. So hey, here we are. Oh well you can start. That's not we'll go true. to Augusta. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. In our motorhome. We'll take our Force India um, motorhome. <laughs> driving we'll down the, the we'll street. Go, we'll go to the Masters. Force India motorhome. <laughs> our big pink motorhome down the street. I don't think it actually drives, but we could get it on the back of a truck. 
it's in Germany too. Oh, it, it, that's the problem. Our gas is in gallons, and that one takes liters, so we wouldn't oh, even be able to drive shoot. it here. The conversion, uh, yeah, yeah man, I forgot about the conversion. Wouldn't even and it drives work. in kph, not nph. Yeah, like how what is happening? Even, oh, no, we wouldn't even know how to freaking measure it. Doing, you had to be doing math the entire oh, time. It's it's probably measured in meters too, so it wouldn't know how how it could oh, fit in places. Oh my gosh! Like I don't know if I'm tall enough. How long? Oh, how big is a meter? This. Oh, it probably drives on the right side of it. As a, oh, oh my gosh, would, it just oh, wants no. to swerve to the other side of the road constantly. Oh, we would. Oh, there's. Uh, is, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go get it. <laughs> okay. If you'd like to donate <laughs> to our GoFundMe to purchase the Force India, uh, yes, five hundred thirty motorhome. You can get in touch with us tracklimitspod at gmail dot com, or you can find us on social media at tracklimitspod. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know how long we'll be in Twitter. We're going to lose our blue check mark. We never had a blue check mark. We but, ain't uh, paying for that. Uh, probably not. Sorry, Elon. Lando Norris was mentioned, of course, in this episode, and leave me comments for the stewards. Parting thoughts, Harrison? Uh, tune in next week as we begin a series I like to oh call. Who that over there? Who that over there? Just kidding. That's not what we're calling it. Um, but yes, tune in next week. Our first episode of the Track Limits Exposés. Uh, we'll, we'll be covering Gene Hoss next week, our favorite team owner. Straight bus and no cap. We will have a good team title for it. Um, but stay tuned. God. Uh, yeah, you don't want to miss that, folks. Riveting. Good stuff. Harrison's working really hard on it, but really, though, listen to that. Uh, we'll see you again next time. Until then, bye. Bye.